Productivity for Profit podcast for ambitious CEOs, owners, managers, and entrepreneurs. I'm Libby Knight, a productivity and time management specialist, and each week I'll be bringing you a dose of focus through fresh ideas and techniques that will save you time, prioritize results, and give you more freedom for what's important. So ask yourself this question. How will you make this year your most productive and effective ever? Welcome to this episode of the Productivity for Profit podcast, where I'll be sharing some of my favourite productivity and time management habits, routines and techniques. I've got so much to share with you that I've decided to split this list into two and focus on four ideas in this episode and another four in the next episode. I want you to be able to absorb this information and take the ideas that you want to implement and get started. Information overload is going to get in the way of that, which is why I've split this episode into two parts. All of these ideas can be used straight away, but as always, start with one thing. Don't attempt to make multiple changes at once, get comfortable with a new technique, make it yours, and then add another one. So, let's get started. As part of my morning routine, I take five minutes to review my plan for the day. Before I get down to work, I run through what's in the schedule. This does several things. Firstly, it refocuses me on my goals. What's the purpose of my day? What do I want to accomplish and why? Secondly, it helps me to understand my time. How much time have I allowed for this task? I can then choose a technique to help get it done. Thirdly, it keeps me motivated to achieve what I set out to achieve and to consistently move it in the right direction. And lastly, it keeps me on track and prevents me from being distracted by shiny objects. So each morning, review what's in the plan and start the day with clarity, focus and purpose. The second tip is to use colour to identify your chunks of time. So I choose three colours. One for my business, one for my family and one for me time. You may have another area of life that adds a fourth or even a fifth colour, but try not to overcomplicate with a rainbow of colours. The idea is to see at a glance that you've got all areas covered. Again, there are several benefits of this technique. Firstly, it helps to create balance. We often believe that we don't have a good life-work balance. But if we colour code time in our week, we can see that the time is there. What it's telling us is that perhaps we're not using it in such a way that we feel the balance. If we're not using our time intentionally and planning ahead, it's just passing, like a dripping tap. At the end of the day, you've got a bucket load of time that you could have used for quality family time, or to go for a walk, 
or to chat to a loved one, to finish that project or read a book. So when you colour in time blocks in different colours, you can easily see how much time you have to play with. You can make good decisions about how to divide it up and how to use it, because it's your time after all. The second benefit of colour coding a planner or calendar and posting it somewhere visible is that you can manage other people's expectations. Share your plan with the family so that they're aware of when you need to work and therefore either mustn't be disturbed or that you're not available immediately. And they'll be able to see when you are available. They'll see that you've put time aside for them. So when the kids say you're always working, you can show them the time that you've set aside just to spend with them. You can make plans for that time. You can arrange that time block to accommodate everyone. Everyone will know when family time is and decide together how to use it. Another thing I like to do that I've found very effective is to spend time focusing on my goals every day. And I do this in two different ways. The first way is to have them somewhere where I can see them every day. I include my big why goals, the reasons why I'm doing what I do every day. And this could be in the form of a vision board. And I also include my midterm goals, lifestyle and work related targets, like my next financial target or podcast download target or product launch target. By seeing my intentions regularly, they're cemented in my mind and I can continually work towards them. Everything I do is connected to them. They help me to channel my energy, make decisions and manage my time with purpose. The second way I keep my goals ever present in the forefront of my mind is to dedicate five minutes a day to my mindset. My beliefs that my goals are going to come to fruition. I put any doubts or insecurities to one side for five minutes and I truly believe so much so that I can envision myself living inside that goal. I see myself there feeling the emotions I want to feel. I look around myself, I walk around, I feel it, I use all my senses and I know that if I don't believe that it's going to be possible, I'll be right. Because if I doubt it, I won't be able to put my heart and soul into working towards it. Whereas if I allow myself to believe that it's going to happen and I feel it, I'll do what it takes. And that's massively increasing my chances of a success. So what do I have to lose? The funny thing is that very soon you start to see the effects that these positive thoughts and beliefs are starting to influence your life and there are signs everywhere. If you can just suspend your cynicism for a moment, then you can tap into the power of the mind and start to make it work for you. The fourth technique I want to talk about is creating a rhythm in your business. One of the reasons that people can feel overwhelmed when they're running their business is because there's no routine. There's a lot to do and it feels chaotic. They're too sporadic. They're inconsistent and they flick from one idea to another. They have lots of to-dos, but they just don't get them done. And they're busy, but they're not focused. To overcome the overwhelming feeling of disorganisation and busyness, Create a rhythm to your day and your week and your month. Build your week around the tasks that happen on a regular basis. Schedule them in. Keep them consistent 
and be confident that they will get done. So what do you do on a regular basis? Start with the daily tasks, checking emails, marketing activities, telephone calls, your five minute daily review. Give them a place in the day. Add a time slot, a beginning and an end point that defines how long the task will take, how much time you're willing to dedicate to it. You'll get better and better at getting daily tasks done efficiently and routinely and effectively. They'll take up less space in your calendar and definitely less space in your mind. Group them together or associate them with a well-established habit you already have and you'll soon be forming more positive habits. What do you do weekly? Email your list? Create and publish a podcast? Deliver content? Have regular meetings? Again, if it's a constant, plan it in. Set time boundaries and by making it a regular weekly feature in your schedule, you'll know what's coming up. It's safely planned in, so no need to worry about it. Just be aware of any prep that is required before you deliver it or any time required afterwards. For example, do you deliver regular workshops? You'll need to prepare content and resources beforehand and perhaps load the recordings and answer questions afterwards. Just make sure you've thought of the whole workflow. And what about monthly? Which events happen on a monthly basis? You may publish a blog, do your expenses, send a newsletter. So which week are those tasks going to fall into? You might not want to leave them all to the end of the month. So think about that. Space them out. And then quarterly tasks. That may be your 90-day plan or a review. Again, decide the next one ahead of time. Always have one planned in. Whatever you do on a regular basis, form good habits. Be consistent and compound the positive effect of repetition. This raises your brand. It cements your messaging and it builds strong relationships. There are so many benefits. So creating a rhythm, a regular flow of tasks that reoccur and have a place in your schedule is a great way to stay focused organised and consistent while reducing anxiety about all the tasks and responsibilities on your shoulders. So there you have it, four easy to implement habits or routines that will make it easier to manage your time and to be consistent. We can all stay busy but the challenge is to be effective, to move the needle, to make sufficient progress to grow the business and to reach your targets. So join me next time for four more ideas that you can adopt in the everyday routine to be more productive, more effective and live a life of balance. Thanks for joining me and I'll see you next week. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Productivity for Profit podcast. Why not join me in the free Facebook group productivity for profit for more tools tips and support on your journey for mastering your productivity and time management if you enjoyed the podcast be sure to subscribe and leave a review